Hello and welcome to the Susquehanna County Conservation District's Conservation Corner. I'm Don Hibbard. And I'm Courtney Bronze. And each week we bring you conservation topics and events from around the Endless Mountains. Well, as we move towards the winter season, the humidity and the fog and the pollution levels are definitely less prevalent. And while the weather is certainly colder, the clear skies can provide some excellent time to get outside at night and catch a glimpse of some other planets, constellations, meteors, or even a comet. So today we decided to tackle a different topic and discuss meteors and what they are and some prime times to get outside and take a peek at the night sky. So we want to start off by asking the simple question, what is a meteor? So a meteor is a space rock or a meteoroid that enters the Earth's atmosphere. So as the space rock falls towards the Earth, the resistance of the air on the rock makes it extremely hot. And when this happens, you see what we refer to as a shooting star. So that bright streak you see behind a shooting star is actually not the rock though. It's the glowing hot air as the rock flies through the atmosphere. So we see these meteor showers because comets orbit the Earth just like the sun does. And when the Earth and other planets orbit the sun, they kind of go in a circular motion. It's almost a perfect circle. But the comets orbit in a lopsided fashion. So when the comets get closer to the sun, the sun boils some of their icy surface off, and this releases dust and rock particles. And then this debris gets strewn out along the comet's path, and several times a year, as the Earth makes its journey around the sun, the orbit crosses the orbit of a comet, and we have meteor showers. These meteoroids are usually really small. Um, they range from the size of a dust particle up to about the size of a boulder, and most of them burn up completely in the Earth's atmosphere. So it's very rare that one actually makes it to the Earth's surface. And during a meteor shower, the streaks can show up anywhere in the sky. But if you notice, the tails always seem to point back um, to the same spot in the sky. And this is because all the meteors are coming at us from the same angle. And as they get closer to the Earth, perspective makes them seem to get further apart. I did not realize that comets actually orbit the sun. That, yeah. That's a... Uh... That's crazy. Yeah, actually, I didn't know that either until I started doing the research for this. Yeah. All right, so let's talk about some common meteor showers, because there's definitely some around. Some around this month, which is why we're talking about it. So there's the Geminids, and they're usually the strongest meteor shower of the year. And if you're a meteor enthusiast, you probably know it. But um, uh, on the 13th and 14th of this month, they're the most prevalent. Uh, so that's already passed, but not to worry. Uh, this major shower provides good activity um, pretty much all month. They actually originate out of the constellation of Gemini. So, and uh, actually provide some good activity prior to midnight. So the Geminids, they're actually very bright and intensely colored. And due to their medium slow velocity, persistent trains are not usually seen. Uh, these meteors, they're also seen in the southern hemisphere, but only during the middle of the night and at a reduced rate. So definitely check those out. Um, they're in the night sky right now. I went out both Monday night and Tuesday night, and uh, I saw two on Monday, three on Tuesday night. Um, very, very prevalent. So it was awesome to see. Uh, another one that maybe you're familiar with, the Ursids. And 
These are often neglected, I think, due to the fact that they peak just before Christmas, so people already have a lot on their plates thinking about Christmas. And uh, the rates of these particular meteor showers, they're definitely a little bit less than the gemnids. Observers will normally see five to 10 ursids per hour, and this will be during the late morning hours on the date of maximum activity. Uh, there have been occasional outbursts when the rates have exceeded 25 per hour. And uh, this shower is strictly a Northern Hemisphere event. The Ursids will peak on December 21st to the 22nd. On this night, the moon will be 93% full. So just keep that in mind. Um, it might hinder you watching them. But uh, definitely check it out. Uh, definitely worth going outside take a peek. So another shower coming up is the Quadrantids. And this has the potential to be the strongest shower of the year, but it usually falls short due to the short length of maximum activity, which is about six hours, and the poor weather, you know, that we experience during January. So the average hourly rate one can expect under dark skies is 25, and these meteors usually lack persistent trains, but they'll often produce a really bright fireball. And due to the high northerly declination, these meteors are not well seen from the southern hemisphere, and this shower runs from December 26th to January 16th, but it'll really peak on January 2nd and 3rd, so the night of January 2nd is probably the best to see it. And the moon won't be very bright that night either, so you should be able to see them well if the weather's clear. Another one that usually takes place in the summer is the Perseids. And this is probably the most popular just because it peaks on warm August nights. So it's a little bit nicer to go out and watch it in the summer, I think, than the middle of January. And they're active from July 14th to September 1st. They reach a strong maximum on August 12th or 13th, depending on the year. And normal rates from rural locations, not a lot of lights, ranges from 50 to 75 per hour. These particles are released from the comet 109P Swift-Tuttle during its numerous returns to the inner solar system. They're called Perseids since the irradiant is located near the prominent constellation of Perseus. I remember like, uh, it was probably five years ago, uh, we were outside watching this particular shower and um, there's also apparently a meteor shower party down by our lake that we're, we live near. and. Uh, some of the the meteors that were happening during that time they were so prevalent so bright that the people down by the lake they were actually cheering them on so it's kind of funny it sticks out in my mind but that's definitely one of the better meteor showers that i've seen just like you said like the the prevalence of the showers during that time meteors were definitely bright and the the trails were long and it was great it was one of those nights i always remember I had a night, I don't remember what time of year it was exactly, I want to say it was right beginning of winter, we were coyote hunting, and I don't even think it was a meteor shower that night, it was just a normal night, and we were walking down a road, and this huge fireball just came across the sky, it was really cool. Yeah, it, you know, comets and uh, meteors, they definitely leave an impact in your mind uh, when you see a good one or a good shower. So we did want to mention another interesting celestial activity. It's going on right now too. And that's Comet C2021A1, otherwise known as Comet Leonard. And uh, this might turn out to be 2021's 
best and brightest comment. Uh, so while it's not visible to the naked eye, grab your binoculars. Now earlier in the month, you could go out just before sunup and see this comet. However, after the 14th, uh, you have more success seeing it earlier in the night. So fortunately, you know, if you go to bed early, definitely go out and check it out. Um, Comet Leonard is heading sunward and was closest to Earth back on December 12th, passing some 21 million miles away. Uh, and like I said, by Saturday, the comet will have an exceptionally close pass to Venus and it will be around the sun on January 3rd. So if you have a chance, like I said, grab your binoculars, head outside, take a look at the southwestern sky. You'll see Jupiter, Saturn, and Venus and look below that. And definitely do it earlier in the night earlier than the night the better um, but certainly one of those things don't happen very often and also was reading when we did um, the research for the show you won't likely see this one again this is a once in a lifetime one so get outside and check it out so we do have an event for you um the nepa rail trail will be hosting a full moon hike december 18th which is this saturday at 6 p.m. and they're going to start out at the Uniondale Trailhead. And I just ask that you please pre-register at trails at nep.net or you can also call 570-679-9300. All right, well, I guess that does it for today's show. If you have any questions related to our shows, you can contact the Conservation District by calling 570-782-2105. If you missed a portion of today's show, you can go to our website, www.suscondistrict.org, and you can find our Conservation Corner page with past episodes and links to information about past episodes and a contact form where you can reach out and you can ask questions or you can make comments about the show. Uh, We look forward to hearing your ideas for future shows. You've been listening to the Susquehanna County Conservation District's Conservation Corner. I'm Courtney Bronze. And I'm Don Hibbard saying, enjoy the outdoors.